serious CBD. The best CBD products on the planet. Over 100 five-star reviews. Can verify authentication. Gold in full spectrum. Full panel lab tested. What is full panel lab testing? Cannabinoids and terpenes. Pesticides. Mycotoxins. Solvents. Heavy metals. Microbials. Foreign matter. Get serious. Serious CBD. It's time to resist. They can't arrest us all. And they can't keep all your kids home from school. They can't keep every government building closed. We don't have to accept the mandates, lockdowns, and harmful policies of the petty tyrants and feckless bureaucrats. We can simply say no, not again. The only way to stop these mandates is to refuse to comply, refuse to show vaccine passports, refuse to wear a mask, refuse to stay at home. We will not comply with Fauci. We will not comply with Joe Biden. And we will not comply with authoritarian governors. I am not going to comply. This ends now. Broadcasting live and live to Patriot Control of America. You're listening to the Patriot Party Podcast. Now on the show, the chair is against the wall. The muskrat jumps over the berm. This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland. 
and I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Remember, all I'm offering is the truth, nothing more.
motherfuckers to another edition of the Patriot Party Podcast. I am the making with me, of course, my much better beloved better half. V Lynn. Hello, Patriots. So uh yeah. Yeah, born free. I hope I'm gonna die free. Mm-hmm. That's well, I'm going down one way or the other. Absolutely. Whether I'm free or not is immaterial, really. And hopefully you're gonna die well fed as well, because I planted a lot of seeds today and I only just started. I only just got one one bed done so i um i built a trellis it's about well it's like four feet wide and what, probably 12 feet you know down it's actually two separate like tp trellises um and i planted uh let's see bunching onions carrots um cucumbers to go up the trellises lettuce on the inside more carrots down the other side, all kinds of stuff. So, and I planted kohlrabi and marigolds and broccoli and a whole herb bed and a whole nother salad bed inside a pallet. So, yeah, well, you're going to come. And that's only just like what one small part of the garden. I still have so much left to do. There you go. Yeah. So anyway, so, With that, though, uh, our freedom is uh, for question. That's for damn sure. And uh, the man here tonight is going to tell us about what um, that wonderful little organization over there in the world, in Europe. Yeah. Mr. Rogowski, how are you, sir? How's it going? You talking about the World Hypnosis Organization or the World Homicide Organization? Which one is it? I guess it depends on the day. Ooh. Does it end in Y? <laughs> <laughs> no, it does sound like an Abbott and Costello routine half the time. You know, who's responsible for this and who's going to benefit from it? And um, it goes on and on. Um, thanks for having me back. It's always fun. Um, how long do we have? Like 10 hours? You guys usually run forever. So. <laughs> forever. Uh, However long you take yeah. it, sir. No, we, we, ha- we have about two hours, actually. So Sounds yeah. good. Sounds yeah. good. Um, I swear that the universe is conspiring to entertain me because um, the fake news that is just swirling around all over the place about this is astonishing. Um, I find myself agreeing with the Associated Press fact checkers. It's like the world is upside down. What in the heck is going on? Um, And you're you're probably going to ask me to explain that one. Um, No, no, actually, no. No, no, pretty sure about what that one's all about. But one of the ones I love today was they they posted this earlier this morning, I guess. I just missed it. But before we came on, I came out. I was like, please tell me you got Doug Emhoff talking about toxic masculinity. Nope. I was in the garden all day. And it apparently aired this morning on ABC. It is extremely cringeworthy and almost scary all at the same time. But not surprising. No. I'm I'm happy to say I missed it. So I'll I'll have to catch up on that at some point. Um, They're trying to cover up what's, I I think the biggest question is what's going on in the who right now, because I've heard a lot of people saying, well, we're kind of fucked now. Yeah. And so and that's really why I wanted to bring you back on, James, because, you know, it's it 
one person's like, oh, it's the amendments. And the other one's like, oh, it's the treaty. And I'm like, you know, sometimes it's it's the amendments and sometimes it's the treaty. Tastes, tastes great. Let's fill it. Yes. Yeah. So um, I was like, so, you know what? I know the person who's going to know the answer to that. Which which time, uh, which pinky in the brain routine they're, they're going <laughs> after this time. Um, Same one every day, pinky. That's it. So uh, going so, to take over the world, brain? So is it the amendments or is it the treaty? Well, uh, see, the problem is the problem is everybody's mushing them together. So nobody knows what the hell's going on as a general rule. Okay. And so, um, oh, hell, where do you want to start? Um, give, give, well, me, give I, me a I place heard, as, um, you know, I get some Biden, a foundation. I heard Biden signed over our sovereignty. You know, I heard that too. Um, if you got a document for me to look at or some evidence for me to review, I'd be happy to talk about it. Um, I can't remember exactly when it was. It was sometime long ago in my past. Somebody came up to me and they said, oh, you know, I heard somebody said, mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, that's what hearsay is. I heard somebody say. Yep. Now, I've heard a whole bunch of people say what you just said. And I think I know where it started. But where it started didn't say that. And so an article was written a week or so ago, and it said a lot of things that were true, and it said some things that were all convoluted, um, but it didn't say what you just said. So somebody somewhere must have, I think, read that article and converted it into, oh, um, last week they were saying Biden was going to sign the pandemic treaty on Monday. It's all done deal. Well, Monday has come and gone. Um, I watched their meetings because they live streamed them on Monday. And um, anybody, no, anybody who is actually paying attention to what's going on, I, I really don't want to talk about the treaty, but I will talk about the treaty because that's what you raised. For the last year and a half, really, since um, December of 2021, when they started this whole process, so not quite a year and a half, uh, they've been working on proposals for both the amendments and the um, proposed treaty a shorter period of time only since may um, have they been dealing with proposed amendments to the regulations and so they've been collecting proposals and organizing them into a document and they had a rough draft back in july and they had a conceptual zero draft which was a phrase they made up in november mm -hmm. i'm sure we talked about it at some point yep and then just recently, they came up with their zero draft. And this past month in February, they had a briefing for all of the uh, member nations. And then they had a briefing, separate briefing, uh, I think it was the 15th of February, for all of their relevant stakeholders. And so um, did you not go? I didn't see you talking I mean, you're not relevant stakeholders to the WHO. I, you didn't get an invite, or you just didn't bother to go. Didn't no. I, I, I heard they wouldn't let us in because we're not vaccinated. So, well, you could have zoomed it in, right? Yeah, okay. yeah. No, the, the whole point is they have a list of 393 foundations, organizations, non-government organizations, NGOs. Non, I, my favorite is non-state actors. It, it's the money. It, it's just the money. That's all it is. That's the money. You're right on target. And when you watch what the folks are saying, okay, because they gave them all a platform for a couple of hours or so on the 15th. And these organizations do what they do. And, you know, maybe they are trying to do good. 
right? But not every organization in the world is laser focused on preventing the next quote unquote pandemic, okay? But what they realize is that there's a lot of money in pandemic response products. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of money in doing studies and God knows what else, okay? And so they're all trying to present a case why enormous amounts of funding should be channeled into these avenues um, because they know how to write proposals for grants or projects or whatever and be on the receiving end of some of those billions of dollars. And so whatever the heck it is they do, um, they want to try to tie it in and be in support of making the stream flow in greater quantity in their general direction. And so, you know, if you read any clinical study about anything to do with health or any study for that matter, usually the conclusion is, well, it needs more study. Hmm. Okay. So please send money. Right. And we'll keep studying it and studying it and studying it. Um, I, I remember watching a uh, video of a woman who had gone uh, on, you know, some sort of um, humanitarian mission. Uh, I believe it was to Africa. And when she came back, she said, you know, that she realized that the amount of money that was spent to get her there and house her there and, you know, her salary so that she could survive there. If they had just taken that money and given the people in that community a little cheap flip phone with um, some sort of digital uh, bank account, they could have just given everybody in the town gobs of money. Not that I'm advocating that necessarily, mm -hmm. but that it would have been more effective than funding her to go tell them how to do something and have all of the money end up, you know, funding her and not them. And so if you could just imagine, you know, what it would cost to take an aid worker and, you know, put, you know, get them so that they can survive for a year or two or whatever. Um, that's a wonderful job. I mean, all of these WHO jobs are spectacular. Uh, there was a report a number of years ago that they actually spent more money on travel than they did on a whole handful of, you know, diseases. And so mm -hmm. it, it's a bureaucratic um, dream to be able to create legal documents to funnel money into their pet projects. And, you know, you could very simply look at it that way if it wasn't a whole hell of a lot worse than just, you know, corruption and crony capitalism and, you know, bureaucracy. Um, the changes that they're trying to make would affect everybody on the planet. And so um, the treaty, when people, if they are ever so inclined, and most people probably are not, it's only a 32 page document at the moment. And the first 12 pages are the most sickeningly sweet propaganda that you could imagine. It starts off talking about how important national sovereignty is and equity and inclusivity and, you know, optimum health, you know, the best health you could possibly imagine. Mm -hmm. um, all of these platitudes, they, they go on for, it's the first 12 pages. The first three pages are just like table contents and stuff. So there's like nine solid pages of just kumbaya, feel good, aren't we wonderful, global ease propaganda. So anybody who just like starts looking at the treaty is going to just 
could go into a sugar coma with all the goodness that's in the treaty. Okay. Then there's some real garbage in the treaty. They want to set up a uh, something that's called PABS, the PABS system. Now, somebody said, no, not Pabst beer. Okay. Mm. The PABS system, um, pathogen access benefit sharing system. So they would love to have it set up whereby the WHO gains access to all sample pathogens. So if somebody were to do a swab or, you know, you, you hoik up a loogie and they want to test it um, or whatever they do, if they're in some bat cave somewhere, all of the samples, all of the genetic sequences or genomic sequences, they can't seem to make up their mind, um, would be sent to the WHO laboratories. And if any benefits came from that, meaning somebody uh, overnight, like they did with Moderna, like, you know, over a weekend, they made the, the, the quote-unquote vaccine, right? Yeah, well, from the formula they got from the DOD, yeah. Yes. There you go. And, and so, you know, throw a couple of pseudo your cells in there, you're, you're good to go. Yeah. Um, um, and, and so as part of that, 20% of pandemic response products would be given to the WHO, half of that at cost and the other half at an affordable price. So they also in the treaty would want to have a um, infrastructure set up for logistics and distribution of this 20% of all of the products that would be given to the WHO. So I'm starting to see, you know, centralized command and control of the means of production for drugs and injectables, because apparently they haven't killed enough people yet. They want more control on it so yep. that they can really ramp it up. Yeah. Right? Oh no, they're, they're, they're not near their, they're getting close, but they're not near their target numbers yet. Now, strangely enough, um, I don't think any of that is unconstitutional. It's, it just has to be approved by Senate, right? Well, see, the point is there's these two separate documents and the thing that, well, you know what, let me, let me, uh, let me ask you guys a question. Hmm. Um, uh, I know you have a good spidey sense. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, if everybody is talking about something in the news, um, and even the alternative media is talking about it. Um, do you normally just pile on and talk about it? Or do you scratch your head and go, well, I wonder what they're not talking about? Oh, no, he he, he has a list, actually. Um, we we did this with the, was it the balloons, I think, right? Um, UFOs, you know, okay, like, all right, CNN, ABC, NBC, CBS. Oh, when they okay. all start. When they're all, they're all talking about it, they're check, all check, check, lying. Check. It's they're, all a narrative. It's, it's so a narrative. there's something that they're hiding. They're, hiding they're, they're trying to cover up. It's almost a year ago when, and let's see how up on your uh, pop culture you are, because, you know, what do I know? Um, do you remember about a year ago, the slap? Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> right. My girlfriend, we don't have a television. You know, I didn't watch the Oscars, mm -hmm. whatever. Okay. But you can't hide from it because it's everywhere. So we were actually talking about how crazy it was one day. And a friend of ours texted us and said, you know, everybody's talking about this thing. I wonder what they're not talking about. Right. Mm -hmm. And we texted her back. We said, that's why you're our friend. Right. You get <laughs> it. Okay. If everybody, including the alternative media, last week when there were 
mostly secret meetings going on about that were live streamed. Four out of the ten were recorded and live streamed. The other six were nicely secret. Okay. Um, but they were they were meetings of the working group for the international health regulations. When that's happening, and everybody in the alternative media is talking about the pandemic treaty, you go, well, I wonder what's going on here. Mm -hmm. Okay, did they just miss it? Maybe, right? And so now this week, they're actually having meetings about the proposed pandemic treaty again, mostly secret. Um, James, nobody's really talking about the amendments. Yes, sir. Have I ever told you my conspiracy theory concerning the who? Well, now is as good a time as any. Yeah, I think it is because historically, I think this is relevant. When was the who created? You know, honestly, I think it's 47, but I'm not sure if it's 46, 47, 48. Um, 48. We got involved in 48. 48, yes. Um, that's what, three years into World War II, roughly? Post-World post -World War II. Um, which is crazy to me, kind of nutty. But the CIA, which was started in August of 46, um, really... Uh, kind of got their first legs just about this time. Because if you remember, NATO was established at this point. And NATO said you can't use chemical, biological, or nuclear weapons against each other. And since we were signed on to NATO, we had to find a way that we could still do biological weapons testing around the world mm -hmm. without getting caught. How do you do that? Well, you set up these wonderful laboratories. Who do you do that with? Well, the CIA is going to set up this little front. We're going to call it the WHO. Who? It'll be the World Health Organization. Who? And we're going to do this so we can move bioactive chemical material around the world from level four facility to level four facility. And we'll be able to transport it and everybody will get their chance to play with it. Strangely enough, um, about 11 months ago, um, I wrote an interesting article on my Substack, um, and I know you, you're pretty quick at finding stuff. Um, you know, there's this thing going on, uh, kind of sort of uh, Western Europe lately. There's some sort of um, military things going on in a country. Supposedly, yes. Yeah. Supposedly. Yeah. And, and, and so... Um, so, at least there's a bunch of CGI coming out about it. So go, go go check out my Substack real quick and go all the way back to um, February of last year, uh, maybe early March. Okay. Um, you know that the United States, when it accepted the international health regulations amendments in 2005, one of the rules is that if a nation learns of some kind of an outbreak in another nation or, or some kind of uh, pathogen uh, escaping from a lab, that kind of thing, um, they're obligated to report that to the WHO. If it's, if it's you know, in their country or if they learn of it outside their country. I'm guessing it's uh, the US Department of Defense funded and operated biological labs in Ukraine. That would be the one. Yes. But what happened back in 2007 when the United States, and this is all in the international health regulations, they, um, they were a month late after the deadline, 
But they finally got around to sending a letter saying, yes, we accept the new amendments back in 2007, but we have a reservation with a couple of understandings. And one of the understandings was that um, if any of this infringed upon the free action of the US military, then forget about it, doesn't apply. Mm -hmm. Okay, so they carved out an understanding that the rules don't apply if the rules get in the way of the US military. Uh, are you familiar with Sasha Lachapova? Yes, very much. We've spoken a number of times. Excellent. Good. Um, yeah, I, I was and Catherine and Catherine Watt Catherine as well. Watts as well. Yeah, I, yeah. I swear, Catherine, um, do you are you guys aware that um, I think he still owns it, but I'm not sure. Um, in Los Angeles, uh, primarily, uh, Elon Musk had a company interestingly named. It, it's a company that digs tunnels. It's called boring. The, the Boring Company. Okay. Yeah. What you say? Um, <laughs> I swear, Catherine Watt has one of his machines because she's so far down the damn rabbit hole and oh, pulling yeah. up stuff. She's got to she's got to have one of those machines to keep digging because she's way down there. I mean, she does some great yeah. Some great work. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, she she definitely does. Sasha was and everything, you know, is it's like, oh, 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 we're under the DOD. This is where mm -hmm. all the rabbit turds are. Exactly. Um, yeah, big surprise. Sasha was surprised kind of to send us the uh, the contracts so that um Mick could review them as well, given his military background, and uh, and a couple other people as well. Um given, you know, his military background. Um, but uh yeah, it's all it all comes down to the DOD. So it would not surprise me if it they set this whole thing up in the first place via the CIA yeah, or whomever. That's, that's what the papers are. So mm -hmm. going back to talking about the treaty, okay, um, there's quite a number of things in the treaty. Um, I mentioned, too, the PABS system, mm -hmm. pathogen access benefit sharing system, and the um, logistics network, you know, so that the uh, supply chains would not run, you know, dry if you want to get drugs and injectables everywhere. They also have a whole section on uh, myths and disinformation. So who knows how many hundreds of millions of dollars would go into trying to keep you guys from talking. Mm -hmm. um, they also have a section on One Health, which finally um, there is an actual legal definition of One Health. And interestingly enough, it's in the NDAA from last year. Um, there's a section in the National Defense Authorization Act. I think that's the acronym. Um, mm -hmm. That actually defines One Health and that it's part of the concept of our global health security system. And, and so essentially everything has an impact on your health. And so they want to control everything. And <laughs> I mean, you know, on, on one level, right, you know, if I'm being honest, um, the air you breathe, the water you drink, the thoughts you think, you know, the electromagnetic frequencies that go right through your body or resonate with something inside of you that might have got injected there, um, all of these things have an impact on your health. Mm -hmm. And so, yes, everything does have some impact on your health. And I just think it's, you know, absolutely would be wonderful to just have one dictator general in charge of all of that because it's complicated. Absolutely. I I, I mean, <laughs> I, we we need a world emperor, a, a hegemon. Yeah. I mean, ab absolutely. And, I mean, Tedros Gabracious is the perfect, you know, right out of central casting. 
I mean, I, I am the hereditary empress of the universe. I would not degrade myself to be hegemon of a single planet. Are you kidding me? It's way too much work. <laughs> and so, but all that, all that being said, um, I'm trying really hard and there's a couple of little things, but I'm trying really hard to find anything in the treaty that is really directly um, in violation of anything that should be protected by the Bill of Rights and, and limit the government and the Constitution. What it appears they've done is they put all that kind of junk in the amendments. Okay. And so when you look at the treaty, there's some absolute crazy garbage in there, right? Um, but it's just, well, we're going to give money to the WHO and they're going to do some stuff and we're going to give money to this one health idea and we're going to um you know maybe the closest thing is changing um intellectual intellectual property um law that that could bump into some problems where um you know i don't know really that uh you have um a strong case for um if if products were developed due to government funding, you know, should it not be the case that those patents were shared and not, you know, given to a corporation? So there's a whole pile of arguments around intellectual property. Well, that sounds like it's directly related to the jab since the government initially developed it and funded it and now they're pissed because they've had to pay for it and have, haven't really made a whole lot of money off of it. They're watching all of these companies that they contracted to make it rake in billions and trillions while they're like, hey, where's our cut? Well, you know, I don't know that they have to report the cut that they get. So um, sure. Fauci was arguing that point. Um, the point, though, being um, the, the type of ridiculous things that are in the treaty, when coupled with the 12 pages of sickeningly sweet propaganda, that are the first 12 pages that talk about sovereignty and you know rights and freedoms and all that stuff. Um, the treaty looks like it could pass muster in regards to um, someone who's a strict constitutionalist saying, you can't do this, you can't do that, you can't do the other thing. Well, if it's outside the borders of the nation and it's an agreement, you know, we're gonna work with that nation and we're gonna do these things as opposed to, oh, in order to comply, you're going to have to enact laws in your country, okay? Um, I think what they've kind of done, whether they did it on purpose or it's just random coincidence, like, you know, everybody's dying from these days. Um, <laughs> did, did, they, did they put all of that kind of information, material proposals in the treaty so that people pay attention to that and not talk about the total crap that is in the yeah. amendments. Well, nobody's essentially talking about the amendments. And if they are, they're taking the details from the amendments and saying it's the treaty. They're conflating it with the treaty. And so um, there's a lot of really crazy stuff in the proposed amendments. There's 307 proposed amendments. But the handful that came from the European Union are the ones that I'm focused like a laser beam on because they could, could 
pass muster in terms of um, the U.S. The U.S. Right? It, arguable, okay? Because currently in the um, international health regulations, um, there's a thing called a vaccine certificate. And interestingly enough, my girlfriend who was born um, overseas and moved here when she was 11, we're in our 60s now, um, she's a naturalized citizen, she still has her yellow little vaccine passport. Mm -hmm. She had to get a couple of vaccines in order to come to the United States back in the 70s. Mm -hmm. And so that's a thing. Yeah. Right. Yellow Excellent. fever. Right. Every have your... has it to go to school. Okay. That's a different story because that's, I'm talking about international travel. We're talking yeah. about federal government controlling the borders. Now mm -hmm. I know that's a touchy subject. Let's not go there. I'm just talking about vaccine certificates. Now, if you come across a Southern border, you don't need one, but if you're flying in or something else. Um, so the, the concern is really that, they very, very much want to take that relatively accepted practice for decades, okay? That if you go to a certain location, you've got to show your vaccine certificate for yellow fever. That's the one thing that's hanging out still. Um, yep. No smallpox, no polio, no you know cholera, none of that other sort of stuff, right? So they want to build on that and expand it so that it's digitized with an interoperable database tied to a QR code. And they would have uh, testing certificates, prophylaxis certificates, vaccine certificates, um, recovery certificates, all of which are like not defined, right? They don't really explain mm -hmm. how those things would be. They wanna have a passenger locator form so that they know where you're going and they could find you if they wanted you. Not that they don't already have that capability. Um, Which they, they want do all like going to Mexico, they make you fill out, you know, you you fill out your destination, you know, what hotel you're staying at, the address of the hotel, when you're going in, when you're leaving, the reason for your visit, the whole thing. Because There's they're concerned, and if something mm -hmm. ever happened to you, they would want to be able to, you know, help you out. That's no wonder arrest you, but yeah, right. okay, right, right. Um, and and so. Uh, all of this mostly is coming from the European Union, but there are a handful of other countries, the key one being Indonesia. And I mean, all of this was there and, and it was known to be coming. But back in November, the Indonesian health minister, and we probably talked about this because it's back in November, mm -hmm. he clearly stated that they were proud that they had put forth proposals to the international health regulations from Indonesia to institute a global digital health certificate and that they wanted it to be put through this May at the next World Health Assembly. Now, whether he was exuberant and spoke out of turn and didn't get the hint from the WHO that they've been saying all along they're shooting for 2024, or maybe he knows something and he said the quiet part out loud and he let the cat out of the bag, but it certainly would be possible for um, them to just break out that section, those small amount of amendments, discuss it, get agreement in all the backroom deals, and just have a little meeting um, in May. And the way they do it is, you know, silence is consent. So they don't actually have like a roll call vote. Mm -hmm. 
they'll just you know say okay we're discussing you know document whatever um are there any objections okay it's adopted and boom there it is now last time they did that they did adopt five or, or amendments to five articles and one of the things that they adopted was they shortened from 18 months to 10 months the speed at which um, nations could re, uh, reject any amendments. And they shortened from 24 months to 12, I believe, if memory serves me, the time that it would take for something to come into force. Correct. Mm -hmm. So if they slip something through on any given May assembly, a year later, boom, it's international law unless the nations very specifically object. And so none of that is in the treaty. So anybody who's talking about their concern about global digital health certificates needs to make it clear that this is in the proposed amendments. Everybody's going treaty, 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 treaty. And this could be in place very simply or put in place very simply because the 194 delegates from the nation, various nations, member nations, all they have to do is come to a nice agreement in the back rooms and say, yeah, we're going to put this through. And you wouldn't even know what happened. They would just say, well, here's the document that we're considering. Are there any objections? Boom. It's in. Okay. Now, so anybody who's saying, oh, um, I won't name any names, but there was somebody relatively well-known who about a month ago put out a video that went kind of viral. And he said, oh, you know, because we've been talking back about the WHO, um, they've caved in and they've given up on the uh, proposed amendments to the international health regulations. So don't worry about that. That's all said and done. Um, we fixed it. Um, Got to worry about the treaty. Treaty, 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 treaty. Okay. Well, I'm telling you, they met all last week, you know, a couple of times in public, six times in, in secret. Um, they have a schedule to meet April 17th, 18th, 19th, and 20th. Um, I don't think anything has stopped. I think they're very actively pursuing that. And that is of great concern. Now, there's a whole bunch of other crazy, crazy stuff in the proposed amendments, things like changing the definition of a recommendation so that it's not double negative, so that it's not not binding, and um, also changing uh, Article 42 so that recommendations shall be implemented <coughs> as soon as possible. So um, when, when a wife makes the first recommendation, it's optional. The second one is mandatory, okay, wow. usually. You, you, might, you might be able to slide by on the first one. But when it's, it's definitely required. Yes. Okay. It's but it's just a recommendation. Okay. No, you know. You know. I think it's time to take out the garbage. Okay. Yeah. That doesn't mean you don't have to take out the garbage. That means you're taking out the garbage, or no. whatever the recommendation may be. And in her case, it it doesn't mean not in the next hour. No, in the next five <laughs> seconds, if you don't get up off your fucking ass, I'm right gonna now. out the house with the freaking garbage. That's why we have children. <laughs> there you go. Yes. Um, and, and so um, the other one that's of interest, because it came from the 47 African nations and something amazingly similar came from Bangladesh, 
and then a little something from Malaysia. But the, the similarity was astonishing. The director general would be um, given the authority to create an allocation mechanism so that when he decided that there was the potential for a uh, emergency, not a documented emergency, people dying, people getting sick or anything, just the determination that there's the potential, he could order country A to manufacture required pandemic response products and deliver them to country B. And they also put forth, um, the African nations did, uh, a brand new Annex 10 that has the obligation of duty to cooperate. So what they essentially want is, uh, and, and they also proposed Article 44A, which is a new funding mechanism, that the details would be given 24 months after adoption. So they want all of this money to be flowing and they want developed nations, and the list is not defined, to provide state-of-the-art infrastructure for developing nations. The list is not defined. Um, you know, it's essentially they want equity, which I read as money. And so when you're in negotiations, a lot of times you'll be like, well, you know, this is what we really want. So let's ask for all these other things. And, you know, maybe we'll get them, maybe we won't, but this is what we got to have. And I personally think that the thing that they really, really want is the global digital health certificate and all of the accoutrements that go with it, all the different variations, um, because that's how they control the movement of people. Now, if that's presented as border security, Okay, um, arguably that's within the federal powers given to the federal government by the Constitution. But then it's just a hop, skip, and a jump from, oh, well, you know, you got your QR code to come and go in and out of the country. What else might that then be implemented to do? And so that's what my big concern is because, man, you know, I'd love to travel and I sure as hell ain't getting jammed. And even if the United States were to just totally exit the who, which is what I'm advocating, mm -hmm. if all the other nations do that, we're trapped here. And so that is how they would institute um, one group, um, Frank Gaffney and uh, other folks associated with him, Reggie Littlejohn, you know, they refer to it as a digital gulag. It's a digital prison. It's, you know, it's, it's digital chains. And so. See, but see, but th this is where my problem with this is where, where, or some of my issue with this is, is I understand that that's really good and sweet and all, but when I pull a boat up to a dock, there's no digital ID going on. It's like, look, you either want my damn money or you don't 90% of every other fucking country out there will say, I want your money. Therefore there's there. You're right. It might be in a computer system or somewhere else or on a piece of paper. But it, when it really boils down to brass tacks, ain't nobody going to follow that crap. The who has uh, my issue. And, and I understand where you're coming from with this. But the who has what type of uh, authority do they they don't 
own an army last time I checked, do they? I mean, other than nerd doctors that are running around swabbing people's buttholes. Outside of that, though, there's not really a who army that I'm aware of, other than the people that the, the group of your age folks that follow the who, you know, I mean, that's the who army, I guess. Outside of that, though, they don't have a standing army. What are they? Uh, allow me, allow me to agree with you. Okay. The point is, this is all happening pretty much in secret. The mainstream media is saying nothing. Okay. The quote unquote alternative, you know, slash independent media is talking about the treaty. Uh -huh. And there's not a single person that I've met advocating that, oh, yeah, we should have a global digital health certificate with a QR code so that nobody can travel unless somebody says, you know, your QR code works because you got jabbed or you took drugs or you did a test or whatever. So the PSYOP that the Indonesian health minister clearly defined, I mean, this is, I can't quote him because I can't remember exactly, but here's essentially what he said. He said, you know, you know the game. Let's give you two, you know, false choices and and put you into a position where you're not able to think that, oh, no, wait, I don't want either one of those, right? Yes. He said, well, um, he said, well, um, when uh, COVID came in 2020, we had to lock down the world. Mm. Yep. And, you know, that hurt the economy. And so, you know, we want, you know, goods and products to be able to move around. So if you're, and he kind of did it in a sing-song voice. I'm trying to get pretty close. So if you're properly vaccinated and you're properly tested, then you can move around. Because, you know, we don't want to lock you down. You just have to be properly vaccinated and properly tested. And then you can move around a little. Okay. And so there's a lot of people, unfortunately, who still will go, oh, okay. Yeah, I don't want to be locked down. I'll, they'll still get their jabs, get swabbed up the nose, and they will willingly, and I think Europe is ready to do this, a lot of countries, not everybody, but um, they'll go, oh, sure. You know, they're jabbed. They've had stuff stuck up their nose over and over and over again. They'll be totally compiled. Sounds like a great deal. Okay. Little do they know, I think it was Benjamin Franklin, right? You know, give up a little bit of your freedom for security. You deserve neither. Yep. That's the PSYOP that they're playing. And the army are your neighbors. Okay. But now it's not the WHO recommended this. It would be, oh, it's international regulations. They have ordered it. If you had a hard time convincing your blockhead neighbor not to wear a mask or make you try to wear one or whatever, um, that was all based on hypnosis. They want to make it international law, make it obligatory, have it adopted by silence. If, if, if nobody says we object and it goes through, silence is consent. And so... Um, this is what we're dealing with. And all I'm trying to do is say to people, hey, um, don't be silent. And so I actually got silence equals consent 
www.thinkingdeeply.com. And I would love to invite either of you or both together to give me the most epic rant you possibly could do. Go there when you get a chance. It's beginning. Um, go to silenceequalsconsent.com and say what you want to say. Because if you're silent, they take that as you're accepting it. Yeah, that's that's a great idea. Are you gonna? Are you kind of opening it up as a? Are you gonna turn it into something like? All, all, all anybody, all anybody has to. You can go there now. It's right. It's there right now. Um, if uh, if you want to look and see what is going on, um, I think we talked about something similar back in September. Um, mm -hmm. I put a shout out um, for people to uh, record. 90 second videos and at the time it was about the treaty and i got like three or four hundred videos from people nice. and that's all on screw the who.com and and so it's wonderful actually to watch people um say whatever it is they want to say um i don't know if you can play the video but you can uh you can cool. you can pick one or two and uh I, I personally like the second one. Jimmy did a spectacular job, and it's not me. It's another person. Um, watch the uh, – it's like about a six-minute video. I, don't know, I, I imagine you can uh, play something here live, right? Yeah, yeah, we're going to. Just give me one minute. Talk to him. D d talk about something. <laughs> <laughs> talk amongst yourself. Uh, coffee e talk. E-Q-U-A-L-S. He's having difficulty no, spelling. I, I, was, I couldn't see the freaking – Okay. Silence equals consent. Okay. Trying to read. Yeah. Reading is difficult. We both need new contact lenses too. Mm. So, all right. So if it becomes international law, then theoretically. I mean, your, your rights are still your rights. But the military could enforce it or the administration, the government could. It's it's far more likely the military to enforce it or even local police to enforce well, it. It's, it's far more likely that it's um, it's the um, ticket booking agency. Oh, mm -hmm. oh, you want to order your ticket to fly somewhere or go on a cruise? Oh, well, just scan your QR code. Oh, sorry. I mean, they already do that. My cousin got the jab because she's like, oh, I'm going on a cruise and I don't want to lose the, you know, $700. And I was like, you're that you just put a price on your life. Your life is worth $700 to you for real. Sure. Sure. Um, and, and, and my so, mom too. My mom didn't get the jab, but she was like, "Well, well I want to. I want to go to Europe. I want to travel." So you know. And I was like, "Well, okay. Here's you. You go get the jab. That's on you. Um, just know that you will not be around my children for at least a year. Yep. And I need you to go see a hematologist and come back and tell me that there's no spike protein in your blood um, after a year if you're still alive. And that's your choice. And she chose not to get the jab and see her grandchildren on a regular basis. So there you go. You know, um, it's, it's all about what's most important, your priorities. And, and so um, the question about, you know, does the WHO have an army? Yeah, they got zombies everywhere. <laughs> That's true. They're everywhere. And they you can't spot them. Yeah. They're, they're undercover. And if, if they believe what they believe based on hypnosis and programming and propaganda and, and just, you know, words, right, when someone says to them oh you have to because it's part of the international health regulations okay you're not going to be able to talk any sense to them at all yeah and so 
um, you know, the enemy is us. You know, it's our fellow neighbors who need to be made aware of what the heck is going on here. And so, um, you know, obviously I like my video, but the second one down, I think it is. Um, by yeah, Jimmy. I'm having an issue finding it right now because it just keeps bringing me to stupid, this is the what it means. It doesn't don't bring... do a, don't do a search for it. Just go straight to. Um, well, I tried that. And, yes. and let, me, it, let me do it. it. It brought me to your website. It that's me where that's where you belong. Yeah, that's it's an article on my Substack. Oh well, shoot. And I'll just go back to it. Get out of here. <laughs> I didn't know it was in the Substack. I thought it was. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, no, it just makes it easier for people to remember. Uh, nobody's going to be able to remember jamesruguski.substack.com slash p slash whatever. Okay. Um, uh, just that. Where'd it go? Okay. Oh, having difficulty here. Okay. Um, I have another one that I'm working on, which is re reject digital enslavement. So we'll get him all frustrated and go to that one. Okay. as well better. Um, even better that will really <laughs> that's 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 testing with there, we go. there you go silent all people's right. consent gotcha all right if you can share it on the screen i think it's the second one down um we, we've got some time on this show so there's uh, two okay yeah, jimmy's you want to you want yep. jimmy's? jimmy's oh his is hot i love his all right give me one second i i expect better from you guys okay oh then you don't then you <laughs> might be ugly i don't know if you know what you're asking for hold on why is this doing this oh this thing is so stupid okay there we go share this come on there we go present there we go there it All is right. Can't hear it. You can't hear it? Can't hear it. Son of a... Oh, I'm going to have to share it the other way. Damn it. All right. Give me one second. Because I'm going to have to share this the other way. You, you, know, might, uh, you might need to just click over to... Um, no, no. It's um, it's a... I can hear it. My headphones just fine. I just have to share it a different way. There's a different way to share it on this. Okay. And it took me forever to yep. do it the right way. So yep. um, the, the point is... Uh, you know, this is a shout out to everybody to be the media. I mean, you guys are busy, you know, on a regular basis being the media. And everybody has the power to do that. Most people have a camera on their phone. Um, maybe they have a camera. Maybe they have, a, you know, I'm on a, I'm mm -hmm. on a laptop. It's got a camera. Um, uh, all one. right, here we go. No, no, it's the wrong one. Stand by. Oh, geez. It. Geez. Um, it is really frustrating tonight. Mm -hmm. And and so um, the WHO has not done any public comment for the uh, proposed amendments. It's just yeah. been, you know, a bunch of delegates talking to a bunch of delegates. And so if people have something that they want to say, um, this is one way of doing it. There we go. This is it. Now, let's see. You should be able to hear it now. This is my video to an organization whose name is a complete lie. The World Health Organization has absolutely nothing to do with health. I think it would be more accurate to simply just call you guys the World Organization or World Government, because that's what it boils down to. You gangsters are trying to seize the power to govern the world and everyone in it 
as you see fit. You, the Who, are blatantly attempting to give yourselves the authority to act above the government of each and every member nation, that is to say the entire world, with the exception of Liechtenstein and Palestine as far as I'm aware. You, the Who, are attempting to take control of humanity. If people think that sounds crazy, then simply look at what the Who's proposed pandemic treaty is about. A treaty that until now they've been unable to put in place due to the work of those resisting and exposing their agenda, but a treaty that they continue to press forward with nonetheless, and with some determination. The treaty they are trying to push upon the entire world effectively takes away all medical sovereignty from the individual human being, as well as many other freedoms, and gives complete control over pretty much every aspect of our lives to a centralized world governing body, namely the WHO, when one simple condition is met. There must be a pandemic declared first. At the same time, this treaty gives the sole authority to declare that pandemic to the WHO. So they want to grant themselves the power to give themselves more power. And how long do you think that will take? I refuse to accept that these scumbags grant themselves into the greatest position of power ever seen throughout history, controlling my and humanity's access to food, goods, health services, transport, accommodation, everything. They want to grant themselves the power to be able to declare a pandemic at any moment without any medical evidence or support from the scientific community. Wave after wave, variant after variant, disease after disease. Is there anything more insane than the idea of giving anybody this kind of power? Has there ever been anything more openly and ludicrously dictatorial ever seen throughout the history of the world? Why would we give the power to control every aspect of our lives to criminal psychopaths and liars? Nothing they say is true. There never was a pandemic. They lied. They will always lie. Check the worldwide mortality figures for the first year of COVID. They're normal. How could there have been a pandemic when mortality rates are normal? And yet they have us masked and now they are trying to find us hand and foot. 2022 and the true pandemic starts to poke its head around the corner. The true pandemic occurring is within the vaccinated community. Mortality rates are way above normal all over the world amongst the vaccinated, and illnesses are through the roof. And only in those who fell for the lie that these injections were ever vaccines in the first place. They are not. They are genetic experimentation upon the human race. And yet they hide all of this. The vast majority of vaccinated women are miscarrying their babies. And yet when you say depopulation, they call you a conspiracy theorist. With so many dead and seriously injured already, you scumbags continue to lie and conceal the truth. You invent terms such as sudden adult death syndrome to cover up the sudden adult deaths that are happening after taking your so-called vaccines. To those of you aiding and abetting this heinous regime, turn back to God and ask forgiveness, then switch sides, do some good, you are in a great position to help humanity at this urgent hour if you would only do so. Fuck the who. Screw the who. Abandon the who. Break the who. Smash the who. Utterly annihilate the who. And make these people pay for crimes unimaginable against humanity. Because we haven't even started to see the true effects of all this. God bless and protect humankind.
I would love to sit here and tell you how we would do a better job, well worded, better written than what was just done in front of us. Bar, the bar is pretty high, isn't it? Excellent. There is no fucking way in hell that we're even going to touch that. I'm going to drop a lot of four letter F bombs and a lot of people are going to get upset with what I have to say, but fuck them. Say it, man. That's pretty hey, much it. Um, go, go back and uh, we'll, we'll, we'll lower the bar a little bit. You can play mine. I think mine's the first one. So um, let's see. Uh, Cisco over here in the chat is asking, um, what are your thoughts on the who making guns reason for a pandemic? Well, I'll, I'll, I'll parse the terminology. Okay. Um, the word pandemic currently has no legal meaning. Mm -hmm. Okay. There is no legal definition of the word pandemic. What they would say is that it's a public health emergency of international concern or a fake. Okay. And so, um, even guns, okay, they would, the, one of the proposed amendments to Article 2 would change it so that a public health emergency of international concern could be declared if something had the potential to be an emergency, okay? Oh, there's a train on a track in Ohio. Mm -hmm. That has the potential to be an emergency. Now, they could have, should have, would have declared a public health emergency of international concern when the train tipped over, somebody set it on fire, and all of that stuff started heading to Canada. That was legitimately a public health emergency of international concern. Yep. The United States should have called the WHO and said, you know, sound the alarm, tell Canada, I don't know, put a big wall up real quick and, you know, stop, stop the pollution. Stay inside, don't go out in the rain and the snow, take out your HVAC. Don't, you know, don't lick your car, you know, whatever yep. it is, right? Yeah. Um, but, you know, there weren't any injectables or drugs to be sold to treat whatever happened. So whatever, not oh, an no, emergency. The whole, the whole um, Northeast is pretty much fucked with dioxin poisoning. So it's done. Pretty good. Um, and, yeah. and so... Um, Guns are certainly something that they could say, oh, you know, it's public health emergency of international concern. Um, but they don't even need something that is like even remotely anything. It's just, oh, it's emergency. You know, um, there's a cloud in the sky. It could rain. You could drown. You know, I, now they're, they're not likely to stretch it so far that it's, you know, embarrassing. But look at what they did with monypox. I, right. I think they're more likely because I I heard the other day they're they're money, now money pox. Yeah, he calls it money pox. Oh, you call I call it, I still call it monkey pox. Yeah, well, well, it didn't uh, show up in any. I I know some people that live in like Malaysia and elsewhere where there's monkeys running around. Okay, mm -hmm. and none of the nations that have monkeys got money pox. It's only <laughs> nations that have money got money pox. Yeah, <sighs> exactly. Okay, I, actually, I like that definition better. And I think dogs. I, yeah, it's just the K is the K is silent. That's all. I, I think we're going to run that way too. Yeah. I think that, that um, sounds good. It, what I what I do see them preparing for <laughs> is uh, is this avian bird flu. I heard the other day on the the lamestream media that they are waiting for they they are ex expecting the the avian flu to jump to humans any day. It's going to happen any day. Like someone's going to be out ch like chilling with their chickens and they're, they're, they're going to get the bird flu. 
Um, and then they're going to call that a public health, health emergency of international concern. And they're going to drum up law enforcement, local law enforcement to go around and kill everyone's chickens. It's the well, let, me, let, me, let me give you one. That, um, and that whatever. I, yeah. Let me give you one that I have. Um, Good luck. They can actually, actually, my, um, my actually some knowledge, bed. some knowledge and experiment, uh, experience with, cause I, it's like almost 20 years ago, but I, I studied this like 20 years ago. Um, eggs have immunoglobulins mm -hmm. that reflect whatever the chicken was being exposed to. So if you wanted to protect yourself from whatever chickens were exposed to you their, eat their eggs, their eggs mm -hmm. not now not cooked because that would denature the right so you got to do rocky you know put it in blender and down but actually hard if you if you like medium boil an egg that's the best way to eat an egg it does preserve those those amino more, more to the point if if they're freeze-dried and processed the there are companies that in the past i don't know if they're still in business um they processed the dried eggs and th there's, there's a lot of egg products, so don't get confused, but um, the immunoglobulins in, you know, it's like mother's milk. Mm -hmm. Okay. The, the, if, if the mother is exposed to whatever, um, the immunoglobulins that are made by the mother are passed on to the child, whether it's a cow or a goat or, you know, whatever. Um, and, and so, to protect the growing chick in the egg, there are immunoglobulins to whatever the heck the um, chicken was yeah, exposed to. Much like a, a, a mother who's given birth, you have normally the baby has six months of the mother's protection right. for any diseases, so on and so forth, until its own immune system is established. Unless it's drinking blue green breast milk and has no immune system left. That's true. And it's already gotten six jabs. And so I don't want to, I don't want to put this out into the universe, but because we talk about everything. Okay. Mm -hmm. Here. Um, the insanity, all right. The evil, just absolute evil insanity of, Oh, chicken has a flu. Kill the whole flock. Even the ones that have recovered. Okay. It's just like, I mean, the evil behind, you know, just bulldoze them into a hole in the ground. I mean, it's just, horrific you know not to mention swine and whatever else okay um when are they going to get around to just doing that with people oh somebody in the neighborhood sick just you know kill everybody don't want it to spread i mean <laughs> that's the freaking logic that they use you're, you're so right that it's so true it, oh you know you, we don't want you no, to get no, no, sick no. we don't Didn't, want any chickens to get sick so let's just kill them all well, no, no, now, no, because what, now that... they've gone, they've gone, stop, they've gone a step further now. Because now instead of fucking winding, grabbing the whole flock mm -hmm. and destroying the whole flock, now they just burn the whole roost down. Yeah. Yeah. Now, the whole, now the whole, they're the just evil, The evil is unfathomable. Okay. We don't want it. We don't want them to get sick. So let's just kill them. That, that scenario was in uh, Utopia, the, the American version. Um, I think I'm sure y'all have seen Utopia mm -hmm. out there in the audience, but, um, where basically, yeah, if anyone shows any sign of illness, like 
everyone freaks out and they all put on a mask and and someone from it's, the government it shows has, up, calls it has, them away and you never see them again. It has been scientifically studied and the probability, you know, the statistical probability, it, it is verified that death does end most disease. It, it does. <laughs> most, not all, but most. Yes, mm-hmm. I mean, the insanity is just, just over the top. And just so, not COVID. Right. It doesn't end COVID. And so um, there's um, people who are able to um, use their sense of comedy to get a point across. There are people who use artwork. Um, do, do me a favor, pull up, uh, hopefully this one will be easier. Um, uh, exit the who, exit the who.com. I've already got you up. And, and so, oh, were you going to play something else? Yeah, you. Yeah, 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 go, yeah go for it. Go, yeah, go for it since you got it right there. All right, right. we'll go do something else in a bit. Give me one second now because I'm going to go here. So, we, we, we know where the bar starts. This is more uh, accurate for where the bar is. Is that, is that, yeah, bring it down, bring it down a little bit from All right. Jimmy. Oh, did. Yeah. Okay. All right. Hi, my name is James Roguski, and this brief message is for the delegates to the World Health Organization who are dealing with the proposed amendments to the international health regulations. Our Secretary of Health and Human Services, Javier Becerra, who is the chief delegate, Colin McIff, who is one of the vice chair people for the working group considering these amendments to the international health regulations, and Lois Pace. And it is also to Pamela Hamamoto, who has been placed in charge of the negotiations regarding the proposed pandemic treaty. I would like to say very clearly to each and every one of you, you absolutely do not have my permission to negotiate these agreements with the WHO. There has been no public discussion. There has been no public comment. You have not even so much as put forth a press release inviting the American public to be aware of these negotiations. These negotiations must stop and they must stop immediately. For people who are watching this and are unaware, I encourage you to go to stoptheglobalagenda.com learn as much as you possibly can. And then when you have learned as much as you feel you need to know, I encourage you to make your own video statement like this. In international law, in in common law, in, in, in the law of the world, when things are happening that you oppose, your silence is viewed as consent. Well, I am not silent and I encourage everyone else to speak up, speak their mind and tell these unelected bureaucrats that we do not give our permission for them to even be involved in these negotiations. These negotiations must stop and they must stop immediately. Oh, it's still well worded and still well put together. I wouldn't, I wouldn't try. I wouldn't say that's a drop of the bar. I would say now, now it's going to be even more difficult because now I have to sound respectable. Um, you know, f f bombs. You know, the whole point is put it on your channel, put it out there. You know, don't. Um, what I've witnessed a lot of people doing um, 
if you watch what Klaus Schwab and all the others do, um, they speak into existence what they want. You know, um, you oh, will yeah. own nothing and you will be happy. You will eat the bugs mm -hmm. and you will live in 15 minute cities. And then the media repeats what they said. And then the alternative media reports on the media repeating what they said. And everybody ends up speaking in a fashion that manifests what these crazy people want. Yep. And so, you know, what do I want, right? Well, I want Fauci to be put on trial for, at the very least, perjury before the Senate. I want all of the shots to be recalled from the market, okay? I want a whole heck of a lot of things. But what everybody ends up doing is they just repeat the bad stuff that's happening and, and they don't actually get to the point where they go, well, what is it you want? How do we think? You know, you, you gotta you gotta push back against the stuff that you don't want, but you know, what do you want? I want to be able to travel without being forced to do something crazy to my body. Mm -hmm. I I want to be able to choose from a world of things that you know in, improve my health, and I absolutely will never accept anybody telling me you know that I have to do something in order to live my life, and and so it's actually difficult, but yet it's easy. What do you want? Just say what you want. Put it on video. Put it out into the universe, and and share it. And other people will share it. Flood flood the zone, if you will. With you know, what do you think about what they're doing? Well, you got to get a little bit informed to know what they're doing, and it's not just well, we don't want them to do that, and we don't want them to do this. You want to amend international health regulations? I got a few ideas for you. Okay, um, you know, how about um, everyone shall have the right to access any type of health treatment that they so desire? Nobody gets to prevent that from happening, right? Nobody can ever be forced to do anything or coerced to do anything against their will, right? Speak into existence. That's that which you desire. And, and so um, we did this last year or mm -hmm. in September, and I was just amazed and impressed by what, you know, people had to say. So um, when, when you're in a mood and you just want to let rip with a rant, um, have at it. How about it? It sounds good. Um, we might already have some pre-recorded rants. I'll just, just I'll do cue, the, cue the pre-recorded rant. Okay? <laughs> I got a couple. <laughs> I'll do it early in the morning because I get up and I the first thing I read is the end the end times headlines from the Linus of Judah and um you know and and then like Karen Bracken Substack, which is also mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. kind of end times headlines and you know I I just I wake up and I read about all the horrors that have that are going on in the world and and I already wake up with morning anger it's just a thing um it is it is not so much recently but it it definitely is a, a thing I do wake up cranky sometimes so um 5 30 in the morning is just never my friend. So, you know, that's how it goes. Where, where but, did you want me to go? Well, let me get you to uh, go to the solution here, which is exit the WHO.com. So let, let me ask you this, James. Oh. Um, you mentioned 15 minute cities before mm -hmm. uh, and Ohio as well. And yeah. I, I know there's I actually, I actually grew up um, just east of Youngstown. So a little bit north of um, East Palestine. Yeah. Um, 
it's 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 so ridiculous what's going on there um however i've heard and i'm not sure if this is something that was in the omnibus bill or if it's part of the proposed amendments but apparently if i uh, if the land that you live on is declared toxic the government will buy out your home and move you into a 15 minute city you don't have a choice um you know i can't say that i could put my finger on any kind of legislation that you know talks about that um well where the hell were they in flint well people are still there i mean obama was drinking the water on stage saying or <laughs> pretending to saying yeah, everything's fine you know they won't do that in in east palestine right now because i mean they they, they can't even fake it they tried um and governor dewine actually tried to pull that obama stunt oh and now they're saying that he suffered an injury while he was there what dewine did mm -hmm. yeah yeah i don't know anything about it so mm -hmm. I'll keep yeah my mouth shut, but um yeah so it makes you wonder um what what was eh, maybe he shouldn't have drunk that water after all <laughs> Um, no, I mean, you know, all of the plans that they have, um, you know, are very intricate. And um, I lived in Manhattan, New York City, okay. um, for about a year. And, you know, it's a 15, Sorry. it's a 15 minute city. I mean, you fall mm -hmm. out of your apartment, and you can have anything. It's all, you know, right there. Um, but man, you got to be able to escape every now and then. You got to get out of there. Uh, you know, it's wonderful. It's convenient. Everything's happening. You can walk to do whatever it is you want to do, um, but you can also either take a train or get in a car and, you know, get the heck out of there. You lose your mind if you're there all the time. Yeah. And so, um, you know, I, I live not in Los Angeles, but in a in Glendale, which for all intents and purposes, Los Angeles. And, you know, it's wonderful that I don't have to drive 15 minutes to just get to civilization. Okay. <laughs> Um, you know, I've got family that live in Ohio and they live, you know, out in the country and, you know, you got to get in the car and go. And, you know, quite frankly, that's um, how the world is because people want to be out in the country. It takes six minutes you know? to drive out of our neighborhood. So <laughs> exactly. And another 10 to get to yeah. another six or seven to get to the first, you know, Publix or grocery store. Um, and, and there's a quality of life. You know, my sister yeah, lives in a pond and, you know away mm -hmm. from the city and you know natural and everything um it's just control freaks wanting to be control freaks that's really all it is these people are technocrats who aren't actually people who would ever implement anything they just pontificate they know better they're you know they're in the intelligentsia which um you know they feel that their ideas must be done by everybody because they're just so darn smart and they made a mess of the past three years but they're unable unwilling to even remotely consider that none of these discussions are doing any kind of a uh, post-mortem and i use that word on purpose to determine what the heck went wrong over the past three years because obviously it was not anything that they did right their determination is, well, if we had more money and more legally binding authority and we could have forced everybody to do the things that we wanted them to do, then there would have never been a problem. And so that's the difference between 
what we've suffered through for the past three years and what we might suffer through if we would be so silly as to allow them to get away with what they're attempting to do. They think they know better. And even, and I, I think we talked about this before, but on September 21st, they had a meeting, uh, informal focused consultation, yep. and they asked their experts, you know, what metrics could we um, enforce to make sure that nations um, did abide by what we say? Right. And, yes. and the experts said, well, you know, none. At the beginning of 2020, the nations that you would have thought were prepared, you know, Northern Italy, Spain, Portugal, Germany, UK, United States, they should have done better. But if, if you want to pull something up, uh, go to my Substack and go down about a month to um, let's talk about the elephant in the room. Mm -hmm. um, at, basically, I didn't put any commentary in that article just to see if people would dig in. And really only a couple of people did. Those are all of the proposed amendments from the 47 nations of the African region. Now, it's not from the people there, but, you know, the delegations. And if you get there, um, it's about a month or so ago. Um, it's got a picture of an elephant. It's uh, let's talk about the elephant in the room. And way down at the bottom, there's a couple of very colorful graphs. And those graphs are from about a month ago from the World Health um, organization's website. And I don't want to spoil it until you find the graphs. If you're on the beat, beat uh, to it, let me know. Um, I'm well, I'm well he's looking it. for that. I, w I want to read this. I want to share this because I read this just before the show started and um, it kind of, kind of blew. I mean, it didn't really blow my mind, but um, I was on next door. I don't know if you're familiar with next door. It's yep. Like yep. the local app, right? So, and it's Wonder, wonderfully uh, good censorship there. It's fantastic. Yeah. Um, I, I pretty much, uh, I, I just sell eggs on Nextdoor. That's it. Mm -hmm. Like, other than that, you know, I don't, I don't talk politics or anything like that. But a lot of, a lot of people go on there to complain. Um, and uh, there's someone from our old neighborhood, because I, I still follow part of our old neighborhood. And, he was talking about how the 911 system is is so horrible right now. Um, and he followed up with this very extensive post. He said, uh, our unincorporated county 911 system is a train wreck. I'm going to list four instances in the past month. Uh, the young black man in the wreck on the highway, the call went to the wrong county. Huh. My daughter woke up to find her husband had passed. And for her to live in an eight mile radius of two fire stations and one police station and 911 call center was down. Her boss called through to his town's 911 and after several attempts, they got through. And also my son got a call in through another county's 911. Three weeks later, I called in as my wife was having a heart attack. The EMT arrived at my door, left the gurney outside on the sidewalk and informed me that if they removed my wife on the gurney, they might hurt her or themselves. Next, they went to where she was laying on the floor by the couch and took her blood pressure and then demanded she stand up that she was dead weight and they didn't want to strain their backs. And all the while, her telling them she couldn't feel her legs and feet, yet they wanted her to walk down the stairs because they didn't want to bring the gurney up. Uh, this went too long for me. The male attendant returned to the ambulance, returning with a stair chair and going through the same motions, insisting she get up and into the chair. The female attendant even asked if I could 
uh, make her get in the chair, at which time I told them we could lift together and I would help lift her before she died on the floor. We have public boards reporting crime in almost everything in the world. The pain I've experienced in the last three weeks in checking uh, its many issues with this system that never surfaces only to be buried by our administrators. I sent the mayor an email about the system, which the mayor isn't actually in charge of the system because it's unincorporated county, um, and got a response saying that we have some of the finest firefighters in the county and that county rescue wasn't enough. He trained his firefighters, EMTs, and his trucks are equipped for, mer equipped for emergencies, and the response time is under four minutes. So this poor man, his son-in-law died in his sleep. And I, I know this family, his son-in-law's our age. He was 45. Okay. Just his daughter woke up dead to find him. And, and he was a, a lieutenant in the police department, actually. Um, woke up, he was dead in bed. And then three weeks later, his wife had a heart attack. And there's not enough EMTs, not enough firefighters. 911 is down half the time because there's not enough people to actually run the system. You want to talk about the elephant in the room? <laughs> and they're sitting here going, well, I pay my taxes. I don't understand what's going on. Hey, save that for your rent. I mean, for real. <laughs> Seriously. He's like, I pay my fair share of taxes. Well, you know what? Money's great. But if there's no one there to actually work because they're all dead or disabled, what are you going to do? Yeah. You know? No, I mean, the system falls apart without, without people. That's you know? it. Yeah. All the money um, in the world isn't going to do anything without people. So the, the elephant in the room in terms of um, Africa, there you go. Um, those are the regions of the WHO. And so the African region, some of the nations along the northern area are actually in the Mediterranean um, region. But if you scroll down um, to the bottom of the article, let, let go of that image and, and go all the way down to the bottom. You gotta hit the X on the top right. There you go, there you go. Um, all the way down at the bottom, there's a couple of colorful charts, uh, way, 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 way down. And so these are right off the WHO's website. Uh, you're getting close. There you go, right there. Too far, back up a little bit, maybe. Uh, up, maybe down, maybe down. Nice and colorful stuff. Went a little further down. Okay. Um, 16 times as many people in North and South America died due to COVID as in Africa. You mean due to remdesivir? Uh, due to whatever the hell it is they refer to as COVID. Yeah, remdesivir. Okay. And, and so, I mean, 2.9, there's actually more, there's more people in Africa there's like 1.2 billion people in Africa compared to North and South America, which is only about a hundred, uh, about 1 billion, right? Mm -hmm. There's four times as many people in Africa as in the United States. People just don't kind of think that, but there's a lot of freaking people in Africa. So to, to, you know, not to belittle the death of 175,000 people, but to over three years to have 60,000 deaths per year out of 1.2 billion people, is not a freaking epidemic, right? We should be going to Africa going, could you please tell us what you did and didn't do? Oh, wait a minute. I think we, I already know. We can Hydro tell right? you that. No, hydroxychloroquine, because they do regular parasite, parasite treatments on all of their population monthly. 
Um, they treat their animals, they treat their people. Everybody gets a parasite treatment every month. So clearly the solution, and you can do away with that, that we're, we're done with that. Um, clearly the solution is to set up a multi-billion dollar fund so that you can redirect all of that money to build out the pharmaceutical hospital emergency industrial complex in Africa. Because they obviously need it, yeah. They obviously need it because yeah. they just haven't been able to kill as many people as they need to. Yes, most definitely. You know, most they don't want to, you know, the, the Americans and Europeans and Israel and, and wherever else, they hogged up all the jabs and the drugs and look what happened. And so they're screaming for equity. Well, according exactly. according to the Deagle report, it was going to be the Americas and and Western Europe um, that were going to be have the heaviest population reduction mm -hmm. before 2025, where Africa would be mostly untouched. Interesting how those mm -hmm. numbers pretty much align with that. Mm -hmm. Well, one of the the crazier things too is you know that Africa has one of the lowest cancer rates in the world. Well, that's because they do regular parasite treatments on all of their population. Well, they have so much less sunshine. Oh wait, well, a minute. No, I mean, there's that too. <laughs> you know, damn that vitamin D. <laughs> damn. <laughs> no, it's um, you know, so the. So this the, is a whole charade, is what you're telling us. This whole thing is. I mean, it. It's one thing to look at the documents, the treaty and the amendments and, you know, 200 pages of this and 30 pages of that. But what's not in there is actually probably even more important. There's no discussion whatsoever about, oh, these PCR things, you, you realize they're not even tests. They're yeah. just a process designed, you know, to trick people into thinking they need to do something. Um, ventilators were so effective right run death is near you know mm -hmm. just chase death away right it was um, it was effective it kept death right at your door there you go um and and you know the not to mention the molnupiravir which is a mutagen and most likely is doing all the gain of function research anybody needs yep all right paxlovid um sure let's just suppress it for a moment so it comes back with a vengeance mm -hmm. um then there's midazolam in in britain um, Don't, you got only if you combine it with morphine well got to do it right yeah, right got to have a good got to have a good death got to yeah. got to set up a good death exactly um, and 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 so you know the lockdowns the masks the um i still have never been able to figure out the logic behind curfews i mean i know corona only comes out at night you know the sun only comes out at night, I, something like that. Yeah. Um, none of that. That was your not, confusing part? Not, <laughs> not to mention. I was to, completely confused in restaurants. When I stood up, I had to put my mask on because somehow COVID knew I stood up. See, I'm kind of short. It didn't really matter. See, okay. so am I. He's like, wait, wait, wait. No. How come? I'm five foot fucking like, eight. COVID should only be over six feet. Like, right? I mean, that's just... Uh, it's really, all—it's all you know, um, buoyancy. It's very yes, buoyant. Right? Yeah, it's very buoyant. Yeah. It's lighter than air. And it um, never went to South Dakota because the governor wouldn't allow it. Exactly. <laughs> um, all of the above, okay, is not being discussed at all. Okay, and and so um, it, it really, I think, it is a disease that people suffer from, and it's just that they know better, and you can't tell them nothing. And so whatever it was that they told people to do, um, if they just had more money 
and legally binding authority to make people do what they know to be right, then the world will be a better place in their, you know, in their mind. Of course. And that's, that's what we're dealing with. We're dealing with delegates who are very insulated. We can't even figure out who they, I mean, I got to admit, um, on, on one of my latest articles, we screenshot. Uh, yeah, I saw that. Right. Oh, you know, I have to admit, I really could use some facial recognition software right now because we, we have their faces. We know what country they're from. Just don't know who they are. We don't know who the hell they are. Mm -hmm. Okay. These people are speaking for us and they can get together in a room. They can agree to change international law and just be silent when it comes before the assembly and they go, does anybody object? And so the concept of silence equals consent. Um, they'll just sit there quietly, not even have to vote yes. It, it's just silence. Yep. And boom, laws change. And, and then the people who were hypnotized zombies into thinking that they had to when it was a recommendation, we couldn't convince them then that they didn't have the authority to do that. Well, when this is now pointed to, you know, and it's not going to happen, so I won't talk about it that way. If it were to be the case that these things would be um, legally binding international regulations, you think the people who fell for the story for the past three years are not going to fall for that one, right? And then, you know, the next thing down the road, which is not really to do with the uh, um, uh, international health regulations, but when, you know, when you get the email, maybe maybe we'll take bets. What number do you think they're going to use? How much money will they have to deposit into everybody's central bank digital currency account to tempt people to, you know, take their card and run with the money and go spend it? Ten mm -hmm. bucks, a hundred, five hundred, a thousand? Um, I know, mean, for they, some they gave a hamburger like, to people in New York to get say, the debt. A donut and a joint, and you were good to go, you know? And, well, I guess the joint first and then the donut. Yeah, you get the munchies, say, yeah. but, you know, yeah. Um, yeah, no, absolutely. A joint and a donut? Give me that damn shot. Can I do this every day? Um, you know, oh. um, do, do you want fries with that myocarditis? Yeah, exactly. Oh. I, uh, you know... You want a clot or do you want to supersize that clot? I mean, I, I was going to bring this up before when you were talking about it, but you got going there and I didn't want to stop you. But one of the things you said, you said that like one of the things that we're not talking about anymore is any of the things above. Is there a reason why we're not talking about any of the things above? I mean, why aren't we bringing up the fact that it was so stupid, so dumb for you to tell me that I had to wear a mask when I stood up at a fucking restaurant? Okay, I, I went because into you were convinced that I was going to get COVID, but when I was sitting there unmasked, just flicking my food everywhere and coughing on everything, that wasn't spreading COVID. No, all right, so I I stopped by the car. I, I was at a coffee creamer, so I stopped by the coffee shop the other day. Um, the one, you know, kind of by your work down the street, right? Yeah. Um, and because uh, I really needed coffee. I was cleaning the house. I got coffee for me and the kid. And uh, one of those, they have these awesome freaking croffles. They make waffles out of croissant dough. Anyway, it's, mm. and they put all kinds of great stuff on top of it. It was amazing. I walked in there and... All three of the millennial girls behind the counter were all wearing masks. 
This was three days ago. Yeah. No, I've asked him. I've been in there and I've asked him. I said, hey, why are you all still wearing masks? What, what are you I'm scared like, of? What is wrong with you? Are they required to wear them? No, because there, sometimes I go in there and, and I don't go in there very often, but sometimes like not everyone's wearing a mask. I'm like, do you, do you not understand that they've, they've never worked? And now this gold star study is coming out, proving everything that we've said, this Cochrane study, for everything we've said for the last three years. They never worked. In fact, they make you sicker. What are you doing? Well, the thing, the thing that you said earlier, okay, I agree. But the one that gets me is when you watch press conferences or um, the, they didn't do it this last time, but previous WHO meetings, everybody's wearing a mask until they get up to the mic and start talking and they take it off. Oh, yeah. It's like, well, that's when you're actually spraying shit out of your mouth. Of course. That's the time you probably should be wearing a mask if, mm -hmm. if you believe that. It's like, oh, great. So just go spray all over the microphone and and out into the whole room. If ever there was a time that the concept of wearing a mask would make sense, when you're talking is when you should be wearing it. If anybody's anywhere near catching your spit. Like the microphone. Well, 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 not only that, but I, I mean, I I think that that ridiculous crap that we went through, that everybody was told, oh, do this, don't do that, but go here, but you can't go here. And remember, you can't go out after dark because COVID is nocturnal for some reason. Um, why isn't that stuff being brought up? I mean, why aren't we holding? We, we have video. I've got yeah. hours. I've got so many hours of video of these ass clowns saying stupid shit like that, mm -hmm. that why don't we bring that up? Why don't we make that a mainstream thing that everybody's talking about? Like, wait a minute, like just now, just now when this, this, this report from the uh, atomic energy commission came out concerning COVID, you just kind of started to see, Fauci backpedal a little bit. Then the other day, Rand Paul just stepped on his face, which I thought was hysterical because he's like, no, no, this is what you told us. This is what they just said. You're lying. You did Again, not. As always. And, and it's been an ongoing thing, but yet. And yet he's still walking around free after lying to Congress, lying to the Senate. How, how do we. I, I don't even know, begin to know how to hold somebody like that accountable other than going up to Washington, D.C. and do it myself. Um, the system is messed up. There's no doubt about it. And, you know, ultimately, before you brought up some of the specific topics, um, you know, I, I think the whole thing, quite frankly, has been a character test. And um, a lot of people have failed miserably. Okay. Yeah. And, and you know, the problem is there isn't any um, retribution. There isn't any punishment. There isn't any um, whatever, except um, they've all gotten jammed or so we believe for many of them. And, and so, um, I guess hope is the only thing we have left. We can hold on to that one string of hope that that jab does its job and, you know, takes care of our, uh, population problem real quick, fast in a hurry, like, right. Well, you know, uh, I don't wish that pain upon anybody, even, you know, not that I have any enemies, but even your worst enemy, um, the, the real issue. Okay. Is, the people who just will not listen to anything there, there really is a, a form of, uh, I'll just say, I'll, I'll be very kind. It, it's a mental pattern, mm. right? They 
just will not allow themselves to be seen as being wrong ever. Okay. And you just can't talk to them. Most normal, sensible, reasonable people, I believe, if you, you know, you watch them doing something and they're about to make a mistake or do so. Oh, thanks. You know, I appreciate it. Okay. It, it's not a shameful thing to have somebody say, Hey, you know, you might be wrong about that. Why don't you look at this information? Oh, thank you so much. I, I don't know how I got that information. I'm glad I got this information. You, you read the, the same book that I read, The Social Learning Pattern. I was forced to read it too for Psychology 101. I, I, never, re I never read it. Okay, oh, I have really? no idea. Holy but, crap. Oh, no, no. You're actually talking about us. I'm dead serious. You are talking about the learning pattern. Yeah. When you're around people, everybody, you all do it. Everybody does it. You do it unconsciously. We do it where if I'm saying something that you don't like and everybody around me doesn't like, I can subconsciously read the room and see that everybody doesn't like it. And I change my tone or I say different things. Whereas you have Dr. Dipshit Fauci who keeps running his neck and saying the same shit over and over again that he's been wrong on since day one. He cannot pick up on those social norms of the room and of the rest of the people around him. And, and when it's pointed out, the denial is astonishing. Okay. And, and so, you know, I'm not going to try to psychoanalyze people and, and what you just observe whenever you are in a conversation with somebody and there's a give and take and somebody says something and somebody says something back and it's a little bit of a minor correction. Oh, you know, you're right. Okay. Thank you for saying something that cleared up something in my head. I was a little bit off. You course corrected me. You're a better friend now for having pointed out that I'm off by, oh, you know, that reference was not that article. It was this article. You know, they just can't do that. Mm -mm. They have to be right. Yep. All the time. And I don't know. I, I forget. I have to go back out to go dig that book out because I have to remember what exactly that's a break of. But it's something it's not a minor break. If I remember mm -hmm. correctly to the book, it's like one of those big ones, like you're one step from the loony bin type <laughs> breaks. It's like, woo. Uh, but anyway, we're going to let you go, sir. We appreciate you coming on. Thank um, you kindly for having me. Appreciate it. It's always fun. We always appreciate it. James. Thank you for clearing up the yes. mud, as it were. Yeah. Um, and we're back to do not comply. Yes, pretty yeah. much. You know what? We didn't get to one last thing. Can we take two or yeah, three minutes? Go um, for it. Go to um, exitthewho.com because ultimately yep. um, when you're in an abusive relationship, you don't try to negotiate better terms. Okay, um, where am I going? Exit, exitthewho.com. I'm there. I'm there already. Yeah, just at the top. Um, there's a wonderful graphic done by um, Annie. Oh, uh, the snake? Can't stand it. Yeah, she does. she does great work. Um, page can't be filled. Exit the who.com. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm there. I'm trying to open the picture as a separate picture. I don't think I'll be able to, I'm going to have to share it as just, yeah. you should be able to see it on your screen yep. down the bottom corner there. So there is the, the snake. You know, all of these details that we've been talking about with the treaty and the amendments, um, yep. they only apply. Um, if your nation is a member of the group, of the organization. So um, 
If you scroll down a little ways until you see the number 79, it's in a box. Can't miss it if you just keep scrolling down. Scrolling um, down. Scrolling right down. about there. 79. Right. Scroll just a smidge down until you hit the bottom of the box. Okay. That's the whole damn bill. Yep. All right. Uh, section number three, repeal the act from 1948. That got us in. If you go up a little bit more, stop giving them money. If you go up a little bit more than that, um, give them a one-year notice and we're out of here. Um, thank you, Andy Biggs, okay. HR 79. Um, if you do a really just give a scroll down the whole page, um, these are uh, many things that people can do. You can click on a whole bunch of things and send emails to Congress. But if you keep going, there's a sample email that you can send. And if you keep going even more, the folks who've already sponsored this legislation or co-sponsored it, give them a phone call and say, thanks. For once, somebody in Congress did something good. Any right? bigs. So uh, all, of, all, of, these, all yep. of these members of Congress, I've dug up all their oh, contact info. Call them up and say, thanks. How can we help you? We're behind you. You're doing the right thing, right? I've gotten feedback from a lot of people. Those are fun phone calls to make. The people on the receiving end are very thankful, okay? It's always good to start off a conversation with, hey, thank you so very much. I appreciate what you're doing, all right? Once you hit the apple, tell me when you see the apple. Um, right everything down below here, I call low-hanging fruit. Yep. These, these are representatives who have sponsored similar legislation. But so, call, so call them up and go, hey, what are you waiting for? We know you're on the team. Right? But they they haven't they haven't sponsored this one yet. They haven't signed on to this one yet. Okay. Correct. Correct. So we're what we're gonna do is help get them over that line. Right. Okay. So um, anybody wants to do anything, um, call up a couple of congressmen and say, Thanks. How do we help you spread the word? How come you're not on how come you're not on Fox News? How come you're not on wherever? Um talking about how proud you are to be a sponsor of HR 79. Let's get the hell out of the WHO. So support the ones who are already doing the right thing and go yeah. through all of these folks and go, what are you waiting for? We want to hear from you. Absolutely. Okay. There's now, quite yeah. a few. Wow. They've, they're, they're in the ballpark. You know, they've sponsored um, defund the who, exit the who, exit the UN, tell the WHO to take a long walk off a short pier, you know, whatever. Um, Way down at the bottom of this are all of the many pieces of legislation. Um, and, you know, there's a lot of people in Congress. Call them up and say, hey, what are you waiting for? So yeah. right right there are the various pieces of legislation that they've co-sponsored one or the other. Um, so that H.R. 79 just hasn't made it to the floor yet or? Still in committee. And, and one of the buttons up above, you can send an email to all the committee members. Yeah. Um, you know. I'm, I'm under no illusion that this is, you know, got every bit of potential to pass the House. Could easily be, you know, 51 to 49 in the Senate. I, I get it. Okay. But the point is, do you really want to be negotiating all these crazy ass details um, with an organization that's trying to take over the world? Or is it time to just freaking leave? You know, there's a time when a relationship has gone bad, gone bad. <laughs> And you need to get divorced. Yeah, okay. I stopped watching Pinky and the Brain a long time ago, so I'm good. Yep. Yep, exactly. And so thank you so much for your time. Um, thank you. Hey, go, 
Go check and, out Substack. That's jamesreguski.substack.com. I think it's james.reguski. No, that's the email. jamesreguski.substack.com. Jamesreguski. I'm reading it right off the freaking screen. Give me okay, a break. Okay, I'm sorry. All um, right. I'm, I'm looking forward to you guys sending me a link with uh, an epic rant. Um, oh, yeah. With whatever the heck it is you want to say, just let her rip. This could get interesting. I'm getting <laughs> interesting. This could get interesting. Well, we appreciate you coming on and look forward to, uh, to you coming back. Hopefully not soon, because if you do come back soon, we're fucked. Yeah, the world's ending. <laughs> and uh, that'll be the end of that. So no, we'll uh, see you soon. Thanks Thank a you. lot and have a good night. We'll see talk you. to you later. Have a good one. Bye. All right. So go check out a Substack, folks. Uh, James Rogowski dot substack.com mm -hmm. and you can go find all that shit i was just showing you on the screen uh he's a wealth he's a treasure trove of knowledge and uh hey fuck he's gonna watch that that's cool i'll let you know when the world's about to end i'll let you know when this guy's coming back and everybody else is about uh, is about to fucking you know make lay waste to the human race i'll let him know I'll, I'll track this you track that i'll track this we're cool works out so we're going to get get to our uh, tribute tribute real quick before we get the fuck out of here. Uh, but tomorrow night, uh, 5.45, show starts. 6 p.m. actual show, show starts. Leanna's Lounge starts at 5.45. She wasn't on today. Had a little uh, issue with one of the kids. Not a big deal. We understand that, but mm -hmm. you take your day. Yep. And we'll Thank see you for you... posting the notification. We so really we didn't do. worry about you. I, I appreciate that. That yep. was badass, actually. Yep. I might do that from now on if we have a bad day. We have ours. Everybody does. Yeah, we make each other get on, though. The only, we, well, when we, we, each other when we don't enough. do a show, it's usually scheduled. Really like, no, it's like we have, you know. Oh, yeah. Well, we like we'll have that. a few coming up where we, you know. We'll definitely come in here. For yeah, no kidding. Because it's already started the craziness. Oh, yeah. St. Patrick's Day. Which reminds me, our featured sponsor of tonight is COL 1972. Okay. Because she has some of the cutest St. Patrick's Day clothes. I'm so excited. I like Okay, we got a lot of new listeners, so you're gonna have to explain what if we had any money. I'd still go St. Patrick's Day shopping on there. I probably will anyway. Um, so uh Culture of Life 1972, col1972.com is our an, first sponsor. Our very first sponsor. Only because of what they were doing. Mm -hmm. Really. I mean, um, that's what it boils so down to. They they put their money where their mouth is. Um they use part of the proceeds from all of the clothes that they make here in America and sell uh, to fight against abortion, to fight for life. And it's culture of life, 1972, because 1973 was when we changed over to a culture of death. So of course there's big celebrations when Roe v. Wade was overturned. Um, but you know, they're still fighting because again, the declaration of independence life, liberty and the receipt of happiness it starts with life and we will continue our declaration class tomorrow night mm -hmm. uh, as we start to get into the grievances we're going to do about 10 grievances at a time because they're not all that complicated and pretty easy and a lot of them the crazy part is a lot of them apply today so no eddie i never did hear back from that guy by the way who's that the one that we asked to watch uh justin's clay clark episode it was on like a month ago Oh yeah, but no, we never no, heard. Never heard back. Never from heard back. Never. We're not going to hear back from him. I guarantee it. He's going to be like, "Whoa, Clay Clark, not good." 
Actually, I just hope I opened his eyes. I hope he realizes mm-hmm. that maybe you just don't trust everybody that walks in front of you. If if that's the one thing I get out of it, then mm-hmm. that's that's good for me. I mean, I warned him. It's not like I let him walk into a double barrel shotgun with fucking two rounds in the chamber already ready to go. True story. All right, get your shit, spark it up. Look at that. I have a working lighter. We have the wick. I have a bowl freshly packed. It's only taken you four days to get it here. Christ. No kidding. It's been a horrible week for you. Good God. It's okay, though. On bowl preparation. Kirby said, tell me about the crazy hair in Savannah. We got an Airbnb property that borders our backside. That sucks. I bet it does. Yeah, it does. Kirby, where are you at in Savannah? <coughs> I'm guessing Artsley Park. That's what I'm guessing, especially if you got a an Airbnb, Airbnb on the back side. That's back why side. I'm guessing Artsley Park. You're either Artsley Park or off of uh, uh, what's that H? Um, where the goes under the bridge, dips down, and it always floods out down there. What off Victory? No, off of uh, Haversham. No, the other H, the Handy or Hardy or whatever. Mm. I don't know. Where it goes under the bridge. And yeah, it it's um, constantly it, floods. Yeah, What's yeah. your name used to live down there? Yeah, no, I know what you're talking about. It's like, it's it's not. Oh, Henry Street. Henry. Yeah. It yep. could be Henry. Henry's got a lot of Airbnbs on it. Tornado sirens going off in Dallas. Shit. You better get down, girl. They, they had some bad ones the other day out in Colorado. <laughs> it fucking sucks. Near you pearls. must have. Uh, Ooh. What's that? <laughs> Near pearls. I love you, Near pearls. Pearls, not water, girl. Oh. Oh, shit. Oh, I know where you live. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, that sucks. <laughs> Hey, I'll be around there the morning of the 17th if you want to step outside. I'll be the guy in the kilt. That's true. Because I, I still have to ask Ghost if he can run the stream on St. Patrick's Day. Um, well, you better get on it because I know. Like Ghost three weeks away. You know how Ghost is. I know. Um, He'd do anything for us. I know. But I, I don't know if he's working during the day. Ooh. That's what I gotta find out. We might be recording that one. We might be calling in sick one of the two. If he does it, he might be like, fuck it, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna call in sick uh-huh. and I'm gonna drink with you fuckers while you're riding around doing your stupid shit. Maybe. Or I can get James to do it because he don't do shit anyway. Except he's on the West Coast. So I wonder if um, I might have to ask permission of the prank baby to do that. I just thought about that. Well, because technically I will be. Well, Lana and I can can do it. Yeah, no, no, you could definitely do it. Yeah, Uh, me though, for me to record anything, I I might have to get permission because I know every time that we've got our own photographer, we have our own. We've got our own TV guy. We've got our own people that do all that shit. You know how touchy that shit gets. Yeah, I know. Next thing you know, I'm fucking broadcasting that. Everybody's like, oh, I get the right. Your knees <coughs> Yeah, they get all pissy. Especially now that Savannah had its, uh, I, I guess NBC did a spot down here in Savannah in one of the squares with Van Johnson and 
somebody from WSAV and oh, all well, sort of shit. Oh, well, he's got big Democrat political aspirations. Oh, yeah, he does. I mean, he's a gay black man in the South. I mean, come on now. And he said... He'll even come out as gay if he's going to go national. And he told he tells every Republican that he's retiring next year, yet he just <laughs> dropped his new fucking packet to go for mayor again next year. I think it's hysterical. He, I swear to God, though, he tells every Republican down here that he's fucking, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I, I fucking hate this job. Yeah, right. Oh, yeah. He no. loves it. Can, can he some, eats it up. Can some retired Grand Marshal please run against him? Uh, we need somebody else. We don't need another retired Grand Marshal. Wow. We already had one of those, and that was a problem right there. It was like all of them, babe. All the previous mayors of Savannah were retired Grand Marshals yeah. before Johnson. Well, either way. I'm just saying. All right. So um, tomorrow night, we'll get to the rest of this. Yeah. There's actually not a whole lot in there. Well, that's good. Cause... Actually, do, since we're on it, play the, play the first one in Conspiracy Theory. Okay. Um, because... Uh, Is this a new one? Yeah. Actually, play the second one and then play the first one. Play the second one first. There you go. Because uh, um, what's his name? The British dude that's gone all red-pilled. Um, Pierce Morgan or no, no, no. Um, the one that has his own show on YouTube, Rumble now. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know. Anyway, Wh whatever his name is. Yeah, yeah he I went know. on Joe Rogan. Really? To talk shit. Skinny crackhead. Yeah. Really? To talk shit. Yeah. Really? Uh, talk shit with no with Joe Rogan about. Oh, the world. he was just talking about conspiracy mm -hmm. theory. Yeah. So right. anyway, so I pulled a quick clip of that. All right. This is actually Joe Rogan talking about it, but anyway. Most disturbing things that happened during COVID is uh, how easy people rolled over. I was like, this is wild. I expected more pushback. I expected more people to ask about the data. And particularly when they started saying they were going to vaccinate children, I expected more people to go, hey, 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 what's the fucking data on kids? Or when they were telling people to vaccinate pregnant women. I was like, what, what, what data do you have on pregnant women? Because pregnant women, if you like normal medication, when, when, when a pregnant woman is taking normal medication, they have to be very careful because stuff that you can take when you're not pregnant with very little concern, all of a sudden becomes a real issue if you have a developing fetus in your body. It's a it's a giant issue. You're a father. You know what it's like. Like when your wife goes through that, it's it's kind of crazy because yeah. there's real concern. Like the, you can't take this. You can't drink. You can't smoke. You can't this. You can't that. You shouldn't take stem cells. You shouldn't shouldn't take nootropics. There's so many different things. But yet this vaccine with zero testing on any pregnant people was fine. Was it worrying that when you're kind and of encouraged when you're layman speculation, like the speculation of people that have not been to university and they're like, hey, but hold on. Who? What? Yeah. Um, you're not going to get pregnant women volunteering for clinical trials. So there's no way you could have tested this on. Hey, hold on. You can't know what's going to happen five years down the line because you've not had a five year time frame unless you were preparing this thing five years ago, in which case, how come you were preparing this thing five years ago? The kind of speculations that were being had conversationally in spaces like this one have proven to be true. You can't yeah. validate. Validate it. You, for, no. you know, children aren't conducting doing clinical trials. Turns out they didn't do clinical trials for transmission or have any viable data that it stopped transmission. It was like that. That's one of the things that alarmed me most. Is yeah, yeah. The, how easy people rolled over to a, authoritarian, like an authoritarian edict in countries like mine and yours, where it was assumed that that wouldn't happen. I remember the narrative being when the stuff was going on in China. Good luck trying that stuff in right, the United right, States. Right, right, right. But and meanwhile, then they pulled it off. Pulled it off. Yeah.
They pulled it off. They sure did. Without a single person standing up saying nope. I mean, a few of us stood up and said nope, but a few people. Yeah, Russell Brand. That's a he's that's a, a he's a woke motherfucker. Nice. He awake is, now. He is completely there. He's yeah, he's he's, he's like that hard. Down bad. Yeah. Yeah. All right, play the other one and then we'll get out of here. He is because uh, I want to say it's the end of our anniversary of Breitbart's death. <laughs> Breitbart's death. Yeah, Andrew Breitbart. Oh, yeah. He got killed. Yeah, it was. They said his car. Lo he lost control of his car, and it. Um, you know. Yeah, it was today. All the people that have gone out there against the mainstream media and said, "You're going to call us racist. You're going to call us potential Timothy McVeigh's. Fuck you." It's a good way to end that one, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I thought you'd say that. Yeah, I think that pretty much sums up uh, everything I've said all week. That narrows it down. I don't know about you all. Mm -hmm. I'm there. I'm just waiting. Just let me know. When you're ready to go, you hit that whoopee light. You let me know we're on. It's on, baby. We're going. You'll know when that light goes off. It only takes a couple of us. Before you know it, it'll be 30. Before you know it, after that, it'll be 60. Before you know it, after that, it'll be a million. That's all we need. We need just that part of our country to rise up because everybody else will follow. Think about it. If I am saying that, that means everybody like me, more than likely, is saying that, which means they have loyalty fidelity and they understand what an oath is they understand what it means to take that oath what it means not only to you but to everyone to for instance one of the things long time i was in the army 11 years before i figured this out it's a sad day when i figured this out is the day that i fucking said you know what that's right. I don't know enough about us. How can I go any for, further forward without knowing more? Hmm. But for instance, and it, this was like, I, when, when, when I was told this, I was shocked. I was like, and no, it just slipped my mind because you just started doing that. And I was like, motherfucker, it's gone. Where'd it go? What are we talking about? <laughs> I'm dead serious. It just went whoop. War. Going to war. Yeah. Well, that people like you. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, so get this, right? So remember how I said it's just the 1% we need, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. That 1% that has that same honor, fidelity, faith, that that oath that we take in the military and that carries on in life. I noticed that because it was really funny. I went to a military guy's house today and I walked in, said, hi, you know, I, I wear this hat when I'm working, you know, guys, how it is. You break in a good hat and you have a good hat. That's it. You're never getting rid of it till the bitch burns or it goes somewhere else or mm -hmm. something happens. You can't wear it anymore. Um, but this guy, we we're sitting there talking, and he's like, uh, 
anyway, I was like looking at his door, whatnot, went out, came back in, gave him a quote. And he's just like, he's like, yeah, I am. And everything else did the whole job. Right. I was about to leave and I didn't even realize it. And he had just started to pull his cart car back in and i looked and i was like oh shit he's a fucking military guy i walked back in i handed him his check back and i said hey just rip that up real quick i'm gonna give you a new total and he looked at me he goes for what i said you well you get a military discount i didn't realize you were in the military he goes oh yeah he's like oh oh yeah oh so i turned around i redid his bill and everything else and fixed it and gave him his new bill and he gave me a new check and he's just like you know i i expect that and it it's just that shared understanding that look, I know you're going to do the right thing. You were in the military. We and guess what, folks? You do right by each other. He was black. He Doesn't wasn't matter. white. It didn't matter. But I wanted to make that a point because I'm sure some liberal stupid fucker that's listening to us that's trolling us is going to say, "Oh well, you wouldn't do that for a black person." Uh, no, it was a black guy. And when I realized who he was and when I realized red. what he was, I said, I, excuse me, sir, my bad. I, I didn't even realize you were in the military. He's like, I, I didn't know that matters. I was like, yeah, we give a military discount. We were all in the military. Like, seriously, everybody that works in the company, yep. we're all in the military. And he was just like, thank you so much. He's like, I didn't even realize that. But that's that's that one percent. That's right. that group of people. Do you know the Dale special ops guy? I don't know his last name. He has a website. I think he's done movies. He was on InfoWars today. Uh, I'll look him up. Okay. Uh, I'll look up the InfoWars thing and see if I can figure out who he is. I don't know. Um, I'm not a, uh, the, uh, some of those guys, if, if I, if, if there's a picture of him, I can tell you absolutely. If it's just his name, I won't have an idea, but if I can see his picture, I can tell you if I know him or not. All right, we gotta get out of here. We do. Uh, we I gotta drive down uh, down towards you, Gerby, and go pick up my kid. Five forty-five tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow for Liana's Lounge, yep. six p.m. Hopefully, Liana will be on tomorrow, mm-hmm. and uh, we'll look forward to listening to her. Her show starts at nine oh five over on the Pill Side, and uh, now Pill. we know. Net. And now we know you can find the messages too, because mm-hmm. she'll leave us a message and yep. let her know she's not doing a show. Yep. So go check that out. Um, but either way, we will and don't be back. forget col1972.com. Save 10% with promo code Patriot Party. Yeah, it was promo before, code Patriot Party is before we went to fight. Fight. Yes. Um, so promo code Patriot Party at col1972.com. Again, really cute St. Patrick's Day stuff. I'm really excited. So for the my St. Patrick's Day wardrobe isn't big enough. It's only like three boxes. For the Mick. And we win. <laughs> All right. <laughs> we'll talk to you fuckers later. Have a great night, guys. And we'll see you tomorrow. Thanks for watching. Once you get to the gate, you 
can't depend on your waiters, cause you'll be over your tater. I'm talking growing tomatoes, yeah. feeding the worms I fish with later. I'll have a fish stick plate over a six foot grave before I take a knee as our anthem play. My hands on my heart, I stand on what I say. And my second amendment handles what I can. I ain't trying to be Billy Badass or talk shit. I'm just saying, there's the line, don't cross it. I got a red rider gun when I was three, so I don't. Fuck around and find out. 